Well, I've been recruited to talk and ramble, which is, uh, you know, something that I've considered doing professionally at some point or another. So, and uh, we are here on the Kick It podcast. I'm sure that you recognize my voice because I am the man who needs no introduction. And uh, I believe they want to hear a little bit about the open mic here at the Oceanside Brewing Company. So uh, this is actually our one-year anniversary. It also happens to perfectly coincide with Andre Agape's birthday, so we're celebrating that as well. And, uh, you know, I'm really grateful to have access to this venue. And it is just like the the space that was created here by the owner, Mr. Tomas Bryant, who's also the shout master out, brewer. Mr. T-Rex. Hey, yeah, shout out. T-Rex. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, but, so uh, how, how, dude, how do you feel about, you know, this open mic? You know, going for one year. Oh, man, it's a fucking trip. I actually have not missed a single fucking week. And if there's any way to show you whether or not I care about something, it's just the level of consistency of <laughs> yeah. my involvement. Because, I mean, like, if I if someone that I care about cares about something, like, I'll be on board. But at some point, you kind of just fall off. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like you speak... You speak most strongly with your actions, and if you care about something, you're going to fucking show up. So it's actually one of the things that I really appreciate about uh, about you two, like Louie Lope and Smoke Dog. Like, ever since you guys said you were going to have this podcast here, you've been here every fucking week. You guys have brought through some amazing fucking talent. You guys have contributed, like, immensely yourselves, like, outside of the podcast, just on the yeah. microphone. Like, shout out. I'm not even going to lie. I've been fucking, I've had little Joaquin stuck in my head for, like, a fucking week. So, <laughs> ever since they come to Mike, man. Like, Who does Every time like, he's on stage. Little Joaquin. <laughs> and then it's, little Joaquin. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my voice is fucked up. Oh, no worries. There's two of us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, but yeah, that. man. So, dude, what has been one of the hardest things about doing this open mic? And then this is your first year. Well, I mean, there's been a lot of growing pains. Um, when we first started, like, last year, it was just raining like a motherfucker. We couldn't even go outside. Like, yeah. everything was inside. Like, per- using the outdoor stage was like a fucking pipe dream. I don't think it stopped raining till like, May. It was crazy. And then all of a sudden, one day, the the sun came out, and I was like, there we go. Like, this is what we've been envisioning. Um, And then, you know, like, me and Andre are both passionate motherfuckers. We both have our own visions, and so we invariably butt heads. But uh, that's been, like, an occasional thing. Um, I think, like, the real, probably the the biggest thing is just keeping faith in your own vision when it seems like no one else gives a shit or no one else believes in it or they're like why is this so important to you and then none of that really matters like as long as it's important to you and like that some part of your soul resonates with it like just fucking keep showing up and doing it because i don't know that's where you find yourself that's like where you find your fucking power man and uh yeah it, i think that it's been the biggest challenge but also the biggest lesson is just like ultimately persistence is what matters and just fucking showing up and doing the work and whether you feel like it or not it's like I mean there have been plenty of nights where like I had a shitty fucking day or a shitty fucking week and like I don't want to be here but you give me an hour and a half like by the time 8.30 hits and like everybody rolls through and that shit's cracking like I'm having a great time every time and it doesn't matter what kind of reluctance I had going in it's like you hold space for things to go well and they'll go well and so, uh, 
yeah, you get too much in your own head, just fucking take a step back and remember why you're there and just fucking be there. Yeah. All you can do is show up and. Yeah, I like it. As someone, you know, so. doing it for a year, it takes dedication 100%. You have it. But, you know, also, it takes, you know, the show must go on attitude. You know, you got to improvise and figure it out. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. there's so many different <laughs> obstacles that goes into this, I'm sure. No, there really is. And, I mean, one of the things is, is that we've got such an amazing talent pool that rolls through here. It's honestly some of the best live music I've ever seen. And I've been working in music for fucking 20 years now, not to date myself, but I'll be 40 in July. Like, I'm an old motherfucker. Or at least it feels like it. I'm sure the old motherfuckers here would disagree with me. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that. I'm sorry. I had apparently half a glass. What did you just say? I'm sorry, Smoke. Dude, I just got lost in music. I said, <laughs> I said, I said there's you know, so many obstacles that you got to go through. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that that really is, and that's, uh, if I may be so bold to quote one of my own rhymes, it's that it, it's perseverance is the ultimate security clearance. It opens all doors, important portals appearing. And that really is what it comes down to is that there's always going to be those moments when your faith in your vision is tested, when your faith in yourself is tested. And in those, like, darkest moments, like, if you can show up when you feel like absolute shit, because it's like, I, I can't imagine not being here for this, then, I don't know, good shit happens. And yeah. especially if you do it consistently. And so, yeah. Well, what is, what is one of the main things or, like, the... Like lessons you've learned since open mic when it comes to like setting up to like musicians to everything about it. Uh, talk to everybody um, because everyone is just here to share a part of themselves, and if you can interact with them as a human being and and help them to feel seen and appreciated and welcomed, then they'll come back. And then you start getting these little ping pong effects where people that never would have met each other otherwise are all of a sudden collaborating and you've got five strangers like falling into the pocket together. That's my favorite part. And you just fucking have this magical entity appear that like it's just fucking raw music. Like it's never existed before. It will never exist again. And just holding space for that where you go out of your way to see everyone and make them feel comfortable and make them feel welcome. And it's like, we don't have to see things the same way. We don't have to like the same kind of music. But, like, I see the energy and intensity that you put behind it. And I fucking dig that. You're speaking your truth. And I'll fucking sit here and witness that. And if you can hold space for people to be themselves, then you get this real-ass organic environment where you just get fucking truth coming out of music. And, yeah... It's like the old 94.9 slogan. It's about the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. That's a fucking little It's super fun. You know? I like it. I'm a fan. It's one of my favorite open mics I've ever been to, to be honest. I, I like appreciate it. that. And the beers ain't half bad either. Yeah, no. I, uh, yeah, this place has any spoiled rotten. We're here at the Oceanside Brewing Company, and uh, I'm interesting in that I, have, I, I will drink any fucking hard liquor you give me. I don't give a shit. Well, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll put it back but I'm a total fucking beer snob. And since I've started coming here regularly, I'm so goddamn spoiled. It's like I'll show up somewhere, I get halfway through my pint, and I'm like, uh, I just should have kept driving and gone to LBC. So, yeah. 
But yeah, thank you guys for having me on. I really fucking appreciate well, I mean, the fact that you guys have this shit going. Hey man, well, so. shit. Thank you for letting us do this. You know, dude, I'm not. You know, other you people are welcoming. Like we're all working together. As far as yeah. I'm concerned, it takes a fucking village. And like I, you know, I don't see one part as being more crucial than the other. Like we all come together to co-create just some general badassery. And uh, yeah, so. I take it. I, I like it. I respect it. Yeah. I also, you know, Cup to Mike champion, Steven yes. Tomas, yes. you know, Upside Brewing Company <laughs> holding it down. Nobody saw that coming. So that being a champion, you yeah. called it in the beginning, I bro. did, yeah. No, I, I told Tomas going in. I was like, I hate to break it to you, but I mean, like, whoever wins gets their song on the radio, so we're going to win because then we're going to have to make a song to put on the radio. He was like, I like the way you think. And I was like, well, that's good because our entire musical career hinges on the the single game of fucking beer pong. Challenge accepted. He made that last shot. (laughs) No, we've actually been uh, we've been talking ever since Uh, we're working on some concepts. So that's in the mix. We got uh, studio space all lined up. So we're working on some shit. I think what's going to look like is that all lay like a little bit of a solid foundation and give him a bit of a cadence and a like a sway to work with and then he'll fucking come in and do what Tomas does better than fucking anybody with his freestyling and so I'm interested to see uh what comes out of that but I'm guessing it'll be fucking dope so hey well congratulations being a, being Thank a champion you. man yeah. could we get a hot 16 or what oh shit Ooh, yeah. on the spot yes I can okay I'm going to have to go to the metronome in my head because yeah, 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 got yeah. a lot of shit going on <laughs> in the background. The so, uh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> oh, damn, now he has time. I'm a suburban gorilla that's killing it with soliloquies iller than the pills that you take for your disabilities. Milliseconds into the reckoning, you could feel the ease appeasing analytic critics with my expertise. Please, leave the judgmental bullshit at the door. Oh, wait, I'm white. I might have heard that once or twice before. Honestly, I don't mind the lowered expectations. They're easily exceeded, leading to this demonstration. Elation is fairly common when the homonyms slip from my lips and eclipse the verbal ottomans. So kick your feet up. The beat is getting ominous. Harmonic conduit that's onto it and dominant. Grab your throat, choking off carotid artery. Tie you up in knots of carotid profess the sodomy you ought to be a crime I feel like I just won the lottery she's mine you blow my mind sublime lobotomy there it is damn the man who needs no yes I might be a filthy motherfucker my apologies (laughs) Uh, a retroactive warning there is some R-rated material on this podcast Always. (laughs) Always. <laughs> oh, yeah, damn straight there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't buy that shit out. <laughs> In the zone, man. I like All right, that. brother. Well, thank you, man. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Like, seriously, just the fucking amount of work you've done. Fucking Tokes here with the fucking Toke photos, Digital. dude. Uh, yeah. I, uh, hey. And hey. I, I just, yeah, I, I'm... I'm happy the way that this place kind of just pulls soul family together and the way that we all come together in just that spirit of co-creation rather than competition. And I think that that's really what's most important is that sense of community because, like, the world right now is really trying to pit us against one another and it's important to have someplace local where you can go where you just feel like you're one of the fucking tribe and every motherfucker there has your back. 
So that's my favorite thing about OBC. I agree, man. And 100%. Thank you, Tomas, for helping to create that. Thank you to Greg DiStefano for helping to create that. He's taking a step back for a while. Thank you to Andre Agape for being the Wizard of Sound and our fucking house drummer. Thank you to Louis Lope and Snoke Dog. Snoke Dog. Snoke Dog. Snoke Dog. Snoke Dog. I call him Snoke Dog because he dispel he dispels all illusions. He's, he just snopes around. Just he's just a natural man. fact checker, so that's why he's Snoke Dog. Ain't the roast yet, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys have uh, you guys have been a real blessing, and I appreciate what you bring to the table. And thanks for joining the fucking team, man. Yeah, it's man. Thank up, you guys for uh, accepting us too. You know, yeah, because other people would have been like, "Nah, we already got this shit going on," and no. you know, it's like competition and shit. No. So we appreciate that. No, I, I, you guys have brought through so much talent, and like, just I. I don't know. I've rapped with both you guys a lot. Like, I have a lot of respect for you as just fellow lyricists and musicians. And I don't know. You're good folks. Like, I, I dig genuine, hardworking, honest people. So that's why we get along. Appreciate it, man. Vice yeah. versa. You know, I can't yeah. wait to hear over here to, you know, the Kick It's 100th show. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Dude, I had so much fuck. This is actually, I mean, I know I was on here uh, the first time that you guys were through here. And I don't think I'd slept in like three days, and I was talking like at a very low volume. I remember but that is somehow it turned like, out okay. Yeah, you know, but, uh, no, I, yeah. So I it still had, had like his bed voice I on and shit, you know? Smooth jazz radio voice. It's all right, we could all go down. Excuse me, those bedroom eyes. So I never know. Yeah, right. Just waking up or not. I think he never really left his bedroom mentally. He's just like, no, no, I it's just like all the motions now. Like, whoa, it's like a fucking. Yeah, it's like a walking zombie, a functioning zombie. A walking. Yeah. I believe that is the American dream, right? Right? Yeah. It seems like it. But all right, man. Thank well, you thank for kicking you. it, man. We appreciate it. Thank you for having and, me. And, uh, you know, let's keep this fucking open mic going for more years and shit. That's right. Fuck yeah. The champion. Yeah. First champion. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm actually I'm really excited to see where this goes from here because I feel like enough people have made enough contacts through this where this is the kind of place that could turn into a launching point for a lot of shit where you have a lot of talented relatively unknown people coming together that sync up really well together that could potentially create like a fucking movement and that's that's what I'm looking for in the next year is like this is dope but what comes next yeah. so like don't rest on your laurels like that's the foundation upon which you build and yeah so it's like curious yeah. to see what happens the jam session at the end are kind of like, you know, artist-only drum sessions. Yeah, you know? no, it's fucking no, sick. No hippies. I mean, there are hippies, but, like, it's an artist, you know? Yeah. Like, I think there's a little bit of hippies in all of us. I know there's a lot of hippies in all of us. So, yeah. I am, I, I am a, like, a hippie for a living, so. <laughs> I've had some El Pachulio coming up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's man. from today's essential oil <laughs> aromatherapy session. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm going to go see oh, what's shit. going on out there. Thank For you. For sure, guys, man. man. Hello. Hey, <laughs> shout out. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with the homie Andre Agape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, congratulations. One year open mic. Thanks, brother. Man, how you feeling right now, bro? It's been a long run, dude. I can't even believe it's already been a year. That's that's nuts, dude. Like, when we started this shit, it was just kind of like, we're trying to have fun with our friends, you know? And now it's like, it's gathered a lot of momentum, you know? Sometimes it's kind of hard to deal with because there's so much people and energy and music and shit going on. So, it's going good. It's going real good. 
Yeah, I did one whole fucking year. 365 days. Son of a bitch. Yep. Every Thursday. Every goddamn Thursday. I, I don't miss it. It's my therapy, bro. I love it. I love the jam sessions. I love, like, just the, the transition. It's kind of like the, the Eagles. If people transition out, instruments, they just jam. It's cool. Yeah, we enjoy that, you know. We get a lot of really good musicians here, multi-instrumentalists and shit, so we just kind of start going, and if somebody feels like they could play something, you know, and they feel more comfortable with it than somebody else, they'll just kind of switch up, even if it's in between, in, in the middle of a song and shit, so it's it's a really comfortable vibe for a lot of musicians to come play here, opposed to, like, other open mics where it's pretty cutthroat, you know. You either fucking sign up or you, you don't get to play or whatever, you know. Like, and that's, uh, that's the coolest part because, uh, you know, most times they're not, like, that sign-up list has, like, one or two names on it, but, like, people jam all night with each other. Yeah. Yeah, people just totally forget the sign-up <laughs> list here, which which make keeps the vibe going, you know, yeah. just, like, homie shit. Like, hey, bro, you want to play? Oh, yeah, da-da-da. And somehow everyone usually gets to play, so it's pretty dope. It's super dope. I love the environment. Plus, you know, it was your birthday. I remember when I turned 21. Happy birthday, brother. Yeah, it's 27 for me, man. It's God pretty damn. It's pretty dope. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I Honestly, I'm not even thinking about it, dude. I got my, my daughter now and all this shit, so, like... I don't even, like, I didn't expect anything from her birthday or nothing like that. I was just kind of like, all right, another day, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. People show love, you know, showed up, brought cakes, donuts. Yeah, yeah no, dude, the love is, is fucking awesome, man. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Well, that just shows the appreciation of the commitment, man. You know, you definitely, you know, you donate not only your time, but, you know, instruments and sound equipment. So it's super dope to, to you know, do that for people. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of the goal, you know, like, just to provide a space, you know, because... There's a lot of spaces, but not everybody can get comfortable in those spaces sometimes. So it's like create a different one where maybe those outcast musicians that feel like they don't get to play other places all the time and shit and they want to just have a place to play. That's what this place is pretty much, you know? Yeah, I would say this is probably like the most mellow open mic I've seen when it comes to like everybody being cool. Like, yeah, you know, like at least with like times and slots and jamming because other places like... Oh, they skipped me. Oh, let me get all pissed. Yeah, I used to get bummed out a lot uh, going to this one open mic. I'm not going to mention it because I don't want to cause conflicts or nothing, dude. But <laughs> I used to go there, and I'd sign up at, like, fucking the beginning of the night and wouldn't even play for, like, four hours, dude. And I was like, I can't spend four hours buying beers, waiting to play some, for fucking 15 minutes. Hold on, hold on. What, what, what day was this open mic? Wednesdays. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was just kind of one of the main motivations behind this shit was just to per provide a place where, like, pretty much everyone that comes is going to get to play. And we try to make sure that happens. But, you know, sometimes fun gets gets going and, you know, yeah, it just all depends. We try to just be friendly here and ask each other, like, if we can switch out or whatever. If you want to play, play. Yeah. It's super fun. One of the times I remember, I remember a lot, and a lot, I also don't remember a lot, because, you know, Oside Brewing Company has some bomb-ass beers over here on tap. Yeah. But one of the one times when we were all outside afterwards, you know, and I think, um, I forgot his name, he brought a didgeridoo. And he was oh, yeah, like, Travis, man. Tra Travis yeah. Sav, he brought a didgeridoo, and he was out there in his truck just jam. We're all just yeah. probably like two hours afterwards just having a blast with each other, chilling. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, dude, the summertime is like when fucking the badass shit happens, dude. Everyone just gets super comfy. It's all warm, you know. Everybody shows up. Wintertime's a little struggle, but dude, we got some diehard, dedicated people that roll through, dude, every yeah. week. So that's good. Especially you guys, dude. Shout out to fucking you guys for showing up every week and doing this podcast and like, you know, putting musicians on blast and trying to get names out there and all that, dude. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I hope you guys keep coming back year after year or whatever. For sure, man. Yeah, this is definitely home to us. 
was, I love this place. <laughs> yeah, dude, the whole vibe, you know, even every event, even last in Oceanside, like every event that they have here, like it's kind of in-house and family. It's, it's such a good element of like vibes, you know? Yeah. Agreed, Plus the, the beers ain't half bad either. Yeah, no, that cup to mic shit that you guys throw is pretty dope, dude. Like, hey. I made it to the first one just only a few minutes because I was real busy, but man, like the last one was sick, dude. I got to really experience what it was like, and I think that's a pretty cool idea, dude. Appreciate it, man. You got to get in on one of those, bro. Yeah, yeah. I just, dude, I haven't been rapping at all like in a long time, dude. So I'm a little, I don't know. I'm a little nervous about getting back on stage and getting on the mic and shit like that. But that's crazy. Yeah, you can usually find him like behind the drum set. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to play instruments. Uh, like I don't have much to say right now, dude. F- funny story. Uh, Toast Digital actually, I used to know you back in the day. Uh, you yep. used to be their their dude, and but every time like. They would go to your, your, your house, though. You had a dope-ass studio set up, ready yeah, to go. Yeah, so. I used to produce a lot of hip-hop music, man, for all the homies in the neighborhood. And uh, everybody would roll over and just listen to beats and smoke, whatever, and hang out and shit. It was pretty dope. So yeah, I've known Tokyo for, fuck, like, 10 years, man. Damn. It's been about, yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. yeah. A lot of shit happens in 10 years. Now you're a father. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool, man. My baby mama came through tonight with the baby, and I got to hang out with her. So... That was a good, good little birthday, you know. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, look. Yeah, how, how's uh, how's how old is your daughter? She's three months. Actually, my birthday was yesterday, the fifth, and she was born. She was conceived on my birthday, and then she was born nine months later on November fifth. So today, she, or yesterday, she was exactly three months old on my birthday. It's pretty dope. Yeah, that's cool, man. Hey, nice. that's awesome, man. How's uh, how's fatherhood treating you, man? It's interesting, man. Like, honestly, I just work 50 hours a week, and I just pay the damn bills, and I come home, and I, I try to do as much as I can, you know? It's not like it's not like I'm full-time dad or anything, you know? But I try as hard as I can to provide for the fam and, and try to make moves for the future, and so. But every moment that I get with my daughter is, like, the most precious thing. She makes me more happy than anything at this point. Hey. Hey, well, congratulations, man. I'm sure it's a different mindset, you know, when you become a parent, so. It's a real kick in the ass, you know. It's like, all right, what have you been doing, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got nine months. You better fucking, yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're ready. You're about to get ready. You know, you're going to learn today. <laughs> you don't have much of a choice at that point, yeah. man. Nope. Oh, my gosh. I remember when Bruce found out he had a kid. That was nuts. Shit, I guess I'm finding out today. <laughs> <laughs> it's all surprise. It's all the Mori Povich show. Yeah, Got him. Dude. Got the DNA test and everything. <laughs> Damn it! It's super fun. It was actually really cool. Uh, we met a few times, but when we really hung out was at Fourth uh, of July last year. That shit was yeah. badass. Yeah, that was dope, man. That was the second year that we did that. The first year was a real. Uh, it was a real shot in the dark, you know. We didn't know if we were going to be able to do it. And the police showed up so many times, and they were just like, you know what, dude, as long as you guys, like, keep it cool, like, nobody fights and shit, and there's not, like, a bunch of alcohol around, you guys can do whatever you want. So two years in a row, we threw this concert on the 4th of July at the point in Carlsbad. It's this beach right uh, right at Army-Navy Academy, like, kind of right in between Oceanside and Carlsbad. And it's been a pretty pretty rad uh, event every year and next year we're actually going to get a permit so that we can do it try to do it bigger hey. and better dude like it's, it's going it's to keep getting bigger and better until the shit's like everybody knows about it people are trying to get on it you know like but right now it's just roots shit you know and it, it was fun when I went man it's super good vibe just like this just, I don't know the magic you have about the shit you do is super dope like one love just jam you know like everybody was jamming at that yeah. same thing it was 
I'm I'm really into like that whole like seventies vibe shit, you know, like the funk and just like peace, love, just like let's get down, let's get dirty, let's fucking have let's fun. Let's boogie. So I mean that's kind of like the whole vibe of the situation and you know, not a lot of people love it man so it provides that space for them you know because a lot of places don't really offer that a lot of the times you know you kind of you got to bring your own show you know but when you come somewhere where the vibe's already like that all you got to do is just be an artist and play and you're fucking yeah. already a part of the vibe you don't have to like try to create it or anything yeah the vibe is there for you you just jump on the wave yeah yeah, so I think that was, like, my vision was to create this, like, psychedelic, funky jam spot, dude, where everyone could just come get down if they feel like it. And that's kind of what's happening. I, I performed here okay. a lot, and I don't think I've ever plugged my phone in and used one of my original beats, so... Yeah, funny. yeah. normally we just jam with the band. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been talking to Tomas, the owner of the Oceanside Brewing Company, for a minute, dude, and uh, we're planning on getting a big, a new sound system for this place so that we can host a lot more different genres of shows and stuff like that, you know, because one thing we've been lacking in a lot of the hip-hop shows and stuff and the reggae shows is a subwoofer. We really need to get that subwoofer so we can kick that bass, you know. But all these investments are going to be made this year, especially got this new job now, so I'm going to help, help try to set that all up. Awesome. Yeah. Well, do you have any uh, projects upcoming? Nah, man. I, honestly, dude, I just work, bro. Yeah. All my days off, I try to have fun like this, but I, I just work, bro. And uh, once I once I figure some shit out like that I'm trying to do right now, I'm trying to get a new spot and all that. Once I figure that out, I'll have some more time to think about starting a project. But at this point, it's work for me. You know? yeah. That's it. Well, I mean, you are busy, man, dude. Happy birthday. Congratulations yeah, on the one thanks, year, bro. brother. And I hope you join us with a cup to mic. You could be, be a team one of these times. Yeah, yeah no, man. I'm definitely going to. I got my brother actually here tonight, dude, and he, he'll probably be my partner when we play. Hey, so. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Team Agape. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Agape Bros. Yeah, Super Agape tight, Bros. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Spitting fireballs, dude. Like. Fireballs. No, nah, but like yeah, it. I appreciate you guys for fucking having me on here and talking about this place, dude. It's, it's a... Uh, it's a real passion of mine to come here and, and keep doing this, you know. Hell yeah, well, thank you, brother. Thank you. We appreciate you. And, uh, man, good luck, bro. Hell Shit, yeah, man. Bro. Here's so many more, you know. Shoots, cuz. Hey, aloha, everybody. Shout out to fucking all the people that listen to this podcast and, and know about all the shit that we do and show up to the shows and stuff, dude, because that really supports these artists, man. Everybody here works jobs. They got families. They got shit to do. And we all come here and try to just fucking do everything we can to have fun dude and anybody that enjoys that is fueling that fire man so please listen to the podcast come to the shows check out the artists on youtube and spotify and all that instagram whatever you know please because that's that's pretty much what fuels the fire and keeps the wheels rolling on this this shit dude so that was a dope little one we gotta we gotta run that back for a commercial but also let them know where this is at every every thursday uh what's the address I can't remember the address, man. But. 312 Del Norte. All right, 312 Del Norte. It's right across the street from Oceanside Municipal Airport off the 76. Don't get it confused with Legacy Brewing Company because that's the shit that you're going to see first, and you got to go behind it, and then you're going to find it. Oh, yeah, Diamond in the Rough, man. Don't get confused, Diamond man. It's in the back Oceanside Brewing Company. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me, bro. Appreciate yeah, you, brother. it, man. Hey, yeah, bro. Thanks for kicking it. Yeah, yeah, the Kicking Podcast. One love. I got caught mouth like a motherfucker with impression. That's what happens when you be smoking, dog. <laughs> Give me a second. All right, this is Misha. Misha and I, we want to talk about some roots in music. Uh-oh. 
Yes, we do. <laughs> to decide to start not responding. Uh, what you sipping on today? Uh, this is some uh, prototype shit. Ooh, same. She's got the proto. It's a watermelon blend of the cranberry. No, it's not a blend. Just watermelon cranberry blonde. Blonde. I, I said I mean, blonde. I guess it's a blend. It a is blonde. a blend. Or a blonde. 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 Is it a blonde blend? Blonde. Just put my heart in a blender. <laughs> and blonde it up. Same thing, right? Yeah. I'll, ne- I'll, never, I'll never talk over Yours it. is a little redder. I know. I was going to say mine's a blend. Oh. And that's just a blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, it's... Hey, hey. We, are, we are back on the Kick It Podcast. We are with the man, the myth, the legend, Tomas. Motherfucking Brian. Goddamn T-Rex, the champion of the last cup to Mike. people. Oh, <laughs> owner of the OBC, but you, you're not by yourself. You brought someone with you. Uh, yeah, this is Misha. Misha, are you there? Hello. Hey, hey, what up, man? Uh, we're, yeah, we were just discussing uh, music from our past that shaped who, you know, who we are now. And we kind of all have that stuff. But one part of my life... Uh, when I was about 16 to 18, was going to a lot of shows in LA, uh, kind of underground. You call it rave scene back then or whatever. But they had different. What I liked about it back then is they had different rooms at different places, so you'd have your house and you have techno or whatever. But a lot of drum and bass and hip hop rooms too, and the, that's something like the first. Well, punk punk shows were kind of my beginnings, but the first like loud bass that fucking got me. Right. Some of those shows. And so Ooh, yeah. Misha, you know, me, me and Misha meet, met here at the brewery, but we soon, or it might have taken us a minute, figured out that we had been to some of those same a little bromance. shows. And yeah. Stuff like that. yeah. Nice. Well, what were some of the actual bands or DJs who influenced you guys? Yeah, what, what did you like back then, Misha? Well, the best ones you can't remember because you, <laughs> you were so high. You were like, so high. I feel like I met God, but I can't tell you who was playing that night. Uh, definitely in the L.A. scene, I like DJ 3D was a big one. All right. Oh, yeah. um, R.A.W. was a huge one. Uh, those were all drum and bass. Uh, DJ, um, there was a ton from there, but... Yep, uh, I saw R.A.W. Yep, R.A.W. was dope. A lot of jungle. Um, but yeah. I remember one time I, I, I crawled inside a bass subwoofer that was, like, bigger than I am tall and just vibed there for about two hours. Damn. <laughs> that was my first taste of bass. Keep <laughs> rolling, <laughs> rolling, <laughs> rolling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I Pretty like much. it. Man, yeah, one of my uh, vivid memories of, uh, of uh, a rave, what do you call it? They had pyrotechnics, and I was uh, feeling pretty good. And I was like, man, every time they hit a certain riff on a guitar, flames would come out the sides of the, the stage. I was like, melted. I was Hopefully like, not literally. No, I was laying on the grass, <laughs> but I couldn't even get up. I was just having so yeah. much fun. Yeah, it's good That's to feel the world. It's good to feel the it world that fun. way sometimes. Vibe out, you know? Hell but, yeah. But yeah, that bass. I mean, that bass carried me through. And, and uh, you know, hip-hop and all these different things where it's like... I really, I, re- I think that's when I realized that it was the backbone of all songs. And what, no matter what you're in, you got your drum and your bass or whatnot, but that's like what keeps the groove, keeps it going. Same with hip hop. You know, as, right. as an MC, you're trying to keep going. Like, it's all about that tempo and what, what's behind you. And, you know. and they're basically ripping off all these things from the 60s and 70s. The fucking soul. Yeah, well, there, exactly. is, there is that controversy. Was it reggae or was it blues that created hip hop? Oh, 
it was everything. <laughs> so I mean, it was a lot of jazz too. But I mean, rock rock came from blues and and jazz back in the day. So that's definitely that. Reggae is a little different because reggae actually was influenced by rock. So reggae was basically Jamaica. In the early days, they were listening to the radio airways from Florida and listening to all these American artists. So the first reggae that you hear out there is really copies of all these songs, things yeah. like that. So it, it turned into that. Actually, the funny story about reggae that I always remember is um, there was ska and there was like up-tempo reggae. It was like dun, 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 yeah. or whatever at the beginning. And they were like, when was reggae invented? Well, there was this hot-ass summer in Jamaica where it was too hot where you couldn't dance the ska. So they had to slow that tempo down. <laughs> and that's, and how that's that when it. reggae was born. <laughs> the more you know. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't know that. That's it. I, I, I know a, England was somehow a crucial part of it. England like, was crucial were, because they had really good producers. So, like, when oh, reggae yeah. was coming through, like, they, they took Bob Marley and they took Jimmy Cliff. They took these, yep. these like, stars, the reggae stars that really showed it to the world. So there was a lot of good reggae in Jamaica, but no one knew where the fuck it was. Right. <laughs> And so England was kind of instrumental because there was a lot of, like, bad political shit going on in Jamaica, too. And so it was one of the places, if you were Jamaican, you had a passport to England because it was underneath the English rule. And so all these artists could go to England and then work with these really good producers, get records out to the world, stuff like that. So it was kind of popularization. Damn. Yeah. And that's how reggae Music got worldwide. <laughs> reggae got worldwide. In class with T-Rex. That's right. <laughs> So you, you wanted to talk music, you know, obviously you grew up with the punk rock scene. What about the hip-hop scene? Like, what influenced you? I know you're definitely a good wordsmith yourself. Uh, first hip-hop record I ever bought was KRS-One. Shout out. America's uh, Nightmare. Self-titled. And that was, uh, I gotta give respect due to Sublime, because I didn't know who the fuck KRS-One was, but they had that song, KRS-One. And I was like, all right, I'll go check this out. And this was the early days of the internet, and I actually got this uh, gift card to this one of the first like music places you could buy CDs on or something like that. And I'm like, oh, see what's on there. And KRS One popped up, and I was like, all right, I'll check this out. Napster. And that was uh, the birth of hip hop in my mind at that time. And then it was because before that, being a punk rocker, you were like, yeah, fuck rap, you know, or right. whatever. And uh, and something, I, I mean, I really look at them as very similar genres, like, from the core of them. It's like struggle and create Rebel. art. And basically know? fuck the and government. Art, and, and be able to talk to the people and be like, this is happening, it's fucked up, and if you're not educated, then, like, you don't know what's up, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, that, so the transition and, like, the feeling was pretty seamless once I figured out what was going on with it. And then, I, you know, some of the first artists were uh, Gangstar was a huge one. No, I love Gangstar. Uh, I really got into hier- hieroglyphics. Was one of like the first like love, love, love of hip hops that I love. Uh, I got into Doctor Octagon, Cool Keith, all that shit for a while. Um, but Dell was like one of my hero MCs, and getting to see him live in San Francisco and LA a bunch of times, and also down in San Diego. But like some of those shows up in o- Oakland and, and uh, San Francisco are just pretty monumental. That's that nineties. That's that nineties. That yeah. Golden era, exactly. So uh, yeah. late nineties, kind of when I got into that. So. Yeah. What, what about you, Bisha? You also? I feel like I grew up with that shit. But when I was in the dorms listening to hieroglyphics, that was like the peak of the. And then De La Soul. Mm-hmm. Was, I love this one. Felt like there was a little intellectual edge to what was going on. Yeah. Exactly. Like, well, they're, like they're, they're more poetic. Yeah, it wasn't it's just, just a song, it was a message. Totally. You know? And that's that 90s thing. 
like 80s was like party people yeah. same with all 80s music kind of it was like all shit 80s. is fucked up we need to party yeah that's <laughs> yeah, like with rock they said like uh, the rock is dead like rock's not dead it's just hung over from the 70s 80s exactly. and 90s like <laughs> it was a rough go for a little bit yeah. <laughs> it was pretty hard yeah but the 90s was like the intelligent hip-hop era and that was when the MC started like really being conscious and and hopefully like also you know probably still over from the 70s with being conscious of the world and people around us and all that shit and then the 2000s, I mean, there's still good shit, but... Hopefully it, it goes uh, full circle again. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's hard to, like, really judge anything by the mainstream of what music is out there. There's certain times in history where it coincides with the best music out there, like rock in the 70s or 60s and hip-hop in the 90s or things like that, where it's like, what's out there is the best shit. Yeah. But it's pretty rare for that actually to happen in the genre. And usually, you know, they do. <laughs> That's true. I mean, there's been a lot of dope underground, you know, punk rock bands. I mean, before NoFX got big, you know, they were hot. Danzing, Ramones. Yep. You know, garage band fucking to greatness. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. that's that's the cool thing. Once once recording equipment became accessible to the people, then, like, you got really cool shit out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's always been that underground. It just wasn't recorded. <laughs> now, right. now there's too much recordings. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, jeez. I'll tell them every, everybody and their brother and sister are rappers nowadays or artists or something trying yeah. to get some type of, type of notoriety. Yeah, yeah what's the hallmark of the 2010s or the 2020s? Trending? I feel I like an old man now. I'm like, yeah, yeah. in the 90s, There's that was the day. And now that's like 30 years ago. Yeah. Was that really 30 years ago? Well, it was a good 30 years. Chilling in the 90s, listening to Nirvana and uh, yep. conscious hip-hop. I yeah. was so, 30. So, I want to step away from the yeah. hip-hop, man. Um, yeah. So today is the one year anniversary of the open mic being open. How do you feel about that, bro? I feel like time flies. And uh, I also think it's brought a lot of good stuff to OBC. It's been pretty rad to see it. A lot of good musicians rolling through. You guys are here doing your thing. We've done some shows from that, which has been super fun. Um, but yeah, just this place has always been about love and music and art and all these things. And it's, it's definitely a good showcase of that to see everyone that rolls through. I love it because it's always different. There's different people playing. But it's always got kind of this live free free feel and having the jam session at the end. Like, you don't get that very many places where everyone's just jamming out. And, and the style changes. It's not always just rock or reggae or hip-hop. It's kind of flows between all three and, and mixes together. And it's pretty cool. That's super cool. You hear the most amazing songs down here on open mic. And people that have never played together even before, they're just like, boom, they're gelling. And it's like... Real community it's vibe. vibe. Yeah, like, exactly. It's the vibe of the place. It's good. It's magic almost, yeah. you know. But not only, you know, the open mic, you know, obviously you got the Kick It podcast here, Calls at Home. Gonna be some big news We're coming up. We're about to have a new show out here. With, with the main the event Spurs coming up, uh, you know, exclusive. Damn, exclusive. Heard it here first on the Let Kick Let know, Smoke. Hey, so the main Kick event it. show is moving to Oceanside Brewing Company every Sunday what, starting what? March 1st. And so you better come check us out right here, man, 312 Del Norte. Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. Del Norte. But uh, besides that, you also have uh, Last in Ocean. You have a lot of amazing events. Yeah. Amazing well, I mean, we've grown it. We're homegrown. We grow with our community. And it's, like I said, it's all about the people that come in and the word of mouth. I mean, we don't, we don't advertise or don't do anything like that. And, it's all underground. Um, so anything that grows organically in a space that nurtures it can, has the potential for greatness. <laughs> hey, I yeah. like it. But yeah, I mean, I, I love I love the different different events. I mean, the comedy is one of my favorite. We do that once a month. That's usually about the third Friday nowadays, and um, 
always have great, great comics. Uh, one of our bartenders was a comedian. Now he puts on the show, so he knows all the who's who and the knows knows. And you know, we got people come down from LA or whatnot on the regular. And pretty dope. Yeah, and it's also pretty good comedy. Uh, oh yeah, it's like. great comedy. I honestly wasn't always into stand up comedy, but I find myself laughing every time for some dumbass joke. Right? It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. I like it. Yeah. So yeah, man. I mean, you're the champion of Cup to Mike, so now you're the, the pressure's on. You got to make a song for the radio. <laughs> yep, we're on that. We're on that. We actually met this week and uh, kind of. Uh, we're talking about our styles because I mean it's not like we've ever recorded a song together but uh, the difference of our styles and how we can utilize that to make it pop in and Matt, Matt's uh, he's got sometimes a little more singing style or whatever he can groove with that so we're thinking that he's going to be kind of like the hook to a greater degree not just like a couple of bars in the middle but like he, he'll be kind of the repeating hook and then I'll be on the outskirts doing my Oh, damn. <laughs> right on. Mm. So right now, it's task to him to come up with the hookish part. Uh-oh. And then, uh, and then we'll, we'll rock it from there. So. Yeah, man, it's crazy, dude. They, dude, you guys completely dominated the whole tournament well, from the know, last one. I called that Ooh. shit. I called that shit. He, he did call it. Yeah. Louis said it earlier. Although, I got to say, probably everyone called that shit. I also said like, that yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to, like, you know, like, uh, like curse it or anything, but so far, dude, I think, I think they have been the most dominant... Like cups to Mike winners so far. They took it out. It was quick and dirty, man. You, you took out We're three dirty. teams. We're dirty. So. And it seemed like a lot of their freestyles were pre-planned, you know. Yeah, that is true. I don't want to yeah. sully them, but no. he seemed like Everyone he was coming off the dome. I do like to come off the dome. I've never written. Well, that's not true. I've written rhymes down, but they're never as good. Okay, <laughs> little Wayne. <laughs> But no, so now you're actually cordially, you know, invited to the Tournament of Champions. Probably going to happen April. Um, so I Champions. think, yeah, you're right, Louie. I think they may be the, the team to beat so far. Yeah. Well, good yeah, luck. we'll talk about it. Good luck to everyone. Good so luck. far, so far, I think it's them and Johnny Chalkhands. Chalk, yeah, Chalkhands dominated here. You were here. We're used to breaking hearts. It's cool. Hey. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they were sinking them in the... <laughs> They're still ready. They're still ready. So the next Cup to Mike is actually going to be February 29th, right here at the home base, Oceanside Brewing Company. Yep. I'm excited. I'll be here. Hey, yeah, there we and go. The, the, immediately Friday the Saturday. next day. Saturday. 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 And immediately the Sunday after that is uh, the first show, the, main event show being the here. The debut nice. of the main event show is the very next day right oh, yeah. here at home base. Ocean yep. So Green. if you can't make it Saturday, you can make it Sunday. So I don't get to play anybody Captain Mike and tell the championship is what you're telling me? Yes. I mean, we, <laughs> if you want to come early with me, we could warm up. You know. Hey. Got we'll it. See a one-on-one, see who is the great one. If you need a, you know, pitch, pitch scooter. Hey. <laughs> he's already trying to be a celebrity shot. Pitch. Look at him. Yeah. Look at him. But no, I'm super excited, man. The Kicking Podcast. Yeah. Can't wait till we have our, you know, one year anniversary. Oh, yeah. When is that coming up? Can't be too far. Can't be too I'll far. Oh, wait till Facebook reminds me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shit, it's this week. Right. It's right. one year today. Fuck. Hey. Yeah. But I'm yeah. super happy for you having us. All the events you guys have here, and you're still open. I remember that one, uh, that one Mike at Nine show you had up here, right? Uh, we didn't have Mike at Nine here. We've had a. We were doing uh, Fat Lip. Fat it was Lip. Fat yeah. Lip. We yeah. had a monthly thing with Fat Lip going for a while. We'll probably go into another uh, monthly hip hop, uh, whether it's him or, or Devin another, the Dude or something. Yeah, you know, who knows? I heard Dr. the rumors out. Dr. Dre, maybe. No, hey. <laughs> there we go. Kid Cuddy, get him out of retirement. Loopy. Lupe Fiasco. But either way, know. it's going to be live. It's going to be in charge. You better get the facts straight because the facts are great. 
Hey, speaking of that, he is a champion and he's also a master of words. Can we get a hot 16, brother? Uh, we can get a hot 64. Oh, drop it you when you're ready. Beat? Oh, just acapella. Yeah. Acapella, right, fella. Well, it's easier than that. Sometimes these cool cats that coming down the street just go splat. Do they drop from the building? In fact, I never see you, but I know they just out track. Sometimes it's wax. Sometimes you got to get in your mind. As a matter of fact, don't know any more of this stack. Cards at large, never know the gods, they always put down this the entourage. Sometimes it's the stars up in the sky, sometimes the skies, but no, I don't know why. This is me, it's just love, let it fly by. Hey, T Rex. might not have been 64 or on beat, but the beat's crazy. Hey, I love it, man. <laughs> it's live, that's how we keep it live. Lisa, are you driving a hot 16? You driving one? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I thought he was getting ready. I was like, like, I just, yeah, oh, like, no, no, no. let me turn my throat real quick. Boom. He's like, oh, my phone's ringing. I got to go. I'll pack 16 bowls. I might get on my <laughs> stage. Yeah. Though. Even better. Hey, 16 so. shots to the dome. Yeah. Woo. So anything else you guys want to say? Shout outs? Any new beers um, coming on tap? Well, we're yeah, we were just trying this watermelon cranberry. It's kind of a prototype one. There's a blackberry uh, one that just came on the board. Might be ready. And... Uh, Let's see, we got a few oh, Belgians in the fermenters. Low. We got our uh, Mexican lager, which is uh, top of Tuesday every day. is in the fermenter. About is that's be, coming back? That's, that's coming my back. favorite. Yes. Yeah, that I, love, I love to make micheladas with that shit. I was I'm, hella I'm, I'm, drinking I'm, that one. I'm, I'm hiding that michelada shit in the back always. The Mexi lager, <laughs> yeah. dude. That was my favorite. I didn't yeah. jam on that shit. You also, did you guys have like, oh, the, the fresco one, the watermelon fresco Ooh. was fire. Yeah, that one, uh, that one is a little more seasonal because... I handpicked the watermelons and they're not slap they're those not melons, sweet baby. Fuck it. <laughs> Is there a certain place to pick the watermelons at? Uh, it's it's a rigorous testing. We go all over town. We have to take samples, Neat. and then we have to ripen them a certain amount. Of, you know. It's scientific. If they don't feel it's right, scientific. they're out of here. No, yeah. We're well, not going to make bullshit. <laughs> I know from a, from a few sources that that is one of their favorites. It's one of my favorites. It's super. I didn't really get to but try that's it. Why I, that's why I have to make it when, it, you know, I'm not going to make it sub. You want to bullshit it. Yeah, you want it. Because it has to be locked in the mind as the favorite. Out of all the beers you have made so far, which is your question. favorite? I can't do this question. They're like my children. How do you tell your children which one is the best? Easy. <laughs> behind their back. Yeah, well, I, mean, <laughs> like, I love all my children equally, yeah. but in reality, well, I like that one a little reality. better. My favorites never make it to the board. I oh. I've actually had one of those <laughs> prototypes I before. A Super bomb. I might give you a sample, but they never make it out. But you have like 400 <laughs> recipes or more going. I do have a lot of recipes. You and, got all uh, kinds of shit know, going on. That's the fun part. It mixes up. And for me... It's hard to pick a favorite because my taste buds are always changing. It's like time of day. What did I eat? Mm-hmm. What am I doing? How am I feeling? Do I need something? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Yeah, and some so spicy, some Shit whatever. just tastes good when it tastes good. So, yeah. like, the best part is I have it at my fingertips and I can drink what I want when I want. Hell yeah. But it's hard to say one is my favorite. Bong token alcoholic. I love it, man. Speaking of mixes, though, you actually, uh, when a lot of people come in for the first time, I excite them. Like, you know, I recommend doing uh, this and this. So you guys actually have a mix of the day. Yep. You encourage mixing your beers. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. I, I like that. I Most like of that our bartenders are certified mixologists, certified by me. <laughs> <laughs> if 22 no, beers aren't enough, then just try. It's, it's pretty fun because they, they, they do all have their own style. Keith loves to mix things, Ryan loves to mix things, Joey will mix things. But they all kind of like have what their taste buds yeah. like. And so the mix of the day is really play off what the bartender's feeling so what, um, and what's on the board because that's changing. Sorry, brother. Oh, I didn't yeah. mean to like talk over you. Oh, you um, can't talk over me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, 
What would you say are each of your bartenders like mixing styles? If you could, if you could narrow it down. Um, Keith loves to. Well, I mean, I would say Keith loves to do the fruit ones into certain beers, but he'll he'll kind of have like a sometimes a three to four combo knockout. You know, it's like uh, twelve, thirteen, and number seventeen. And you, you only know, get four like of those. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, so and Ryan, uh, you know, Ryan, he's kind of like the more like. Uh, I said in like in-depth flavors where it's like these ones you wouldn't really think of like kind of from left field type of mix or something like he that. He does mix a lot of guavas and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, nice. depends. Different day, different day. That's true. Good. Yeah, nice. And I, me, I'll mix everything hey. all the time. You actually <laughs> have a, a number for that. The oh, kamikaze. Yeah, the kamikaze. It's not even a number, but it's a, it's a feeling. <laughs> yeah, kamikaze. It's like your suicide when you had the soda counter back in the day. You're like, I'll take everything into one glass. So it's actually not as easy as you would think to get 22 beers into one glass. Oh, I'm sure. It's like the tiniest amount of each one. Damn. Um, you know, it's like it's less than an ounce of each beer because it's 16 <clears throat> ounces in a pint. So it's an art form in itself to make it. Uh, but the random thing is it always comes out good there's people that come in and that's what they get every time they're here really? it always changes I don't know how it works but it's uh, it always comes have out you good. had a kamikaze have I had one yeah. yes yeah. I invented the kamikaze damn <laughs> <laughs> you invented the kamikaze it's different every time it's different every time wrap your head around amazing it. what's something that you can get every day that's different every time I've Kamikaze. had it a couple times, and it always you made my day. day. Yep. He's got off from having it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's already had five. You're done. <laughs> Damn. Had five kamikazes. Yeah. Sometimes, some parts of the year, it's a little more dangerous, because sometimes we'll have, like, higher alcohol beers on the board, uh, sometimes lower. You got to so, read the right, field a little bit. Right now, bit. it's not too bad. There's not too many over 10 percenters or anything like that. It is wintertime, though. You got, you got a lot of stouts out there. You got some stouts. Uh, but, Yeah. yeah. Speaking of all your beers, you have a battleship. Uh, explain that. We have a taster flight of everything on the board. So we have 22 beers on tap. So 22 tasters on one taster board. It's called the battleship. Uh, one of our customers made it in his uh, wood shop. And it's, uh, it's a pretty cool sight to see and fun thing to share with people and figure out what beer you like. It is, it is pretty badass. I've actually seen a few people order it, and they, they have so much fun. Yeah. Someday, smoke dog will take one down. And oh. I'm a fan of the nitro. You got two selections at any time on nitro, which creates this foamy mini bubbles. A little, little creamier kind of. Yeah, it's, like just, a, it's it rolls, amazing. Rolls, yeah. I wish the whole world could be on nitro sometimes. Now I was heard maybe it's not true. I'm not really familiar with nitro too much, but is it stored warm and then no. quickly frozen? No, that's cool? different. Uh, you might be thinking of cask beer. Cask. Um, cask beer was like room temperature, type, but it, and it's hand drawn. That similar, you get some of that oxygen, oxygen into the bubbles. But um, nitro is a mixed gas, and it's always it's cold. Comes out cold. But you put some CO2 in with it's the nitro. It's a CO2 with nitro, yeah. With the nitro. Damn. Then you get this blend. layer of just beautiful. Relax the blend. Fluffy, just. Buka, buka. Oh my god. Hey, give me over here. Beer I thirsty. always love fluffy. I think I need to get one. Oh, <laughs> Nisha's <Get, laughs> out. He needs a beer. He's <laughs> out. Uh, tap out, tap out. That was fun. <laughs> but no, super fun, man. What do you guys got coming up for the future? And you want to give any shout outs? Uh, shout out to the world. Hopefully, we can all keep it unified and uh, one love. Come on, love, baby. Because I appreciate each and every one of you, whether you know you or not. Hey. 
There you go. Well, Tomas, thank you for letting yep. us be here. No Appreciate worries. you guys being on. Appreciate Misha. you guys being here and uh, bringing the love to this place. So. Yeah, yeah, here's yeah. so many more. Thank you guys. Cheers. Yeah, thank you guys. Peace.